0: Welcome, everyone. This is Life's Uncertain Journeys Weekly Podcast. We did not meet last week, so if you all were looking for us and you couldn't find us, that means that you probably didn't get my email that we were not going to be uh, posting last week. So um, if you'd like to get notifications for things like that, please email me at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com and give me your name and your email address and I'll make sure that we get you in our notification system. But um, we are uh, on a new topic this week. Well, actually we started um, week before last um, on a testimony that was given by Cheryl in um, talking about holiness. And so we're kind of hoovering there still as uh, we desire the Holy Spirit to grant us um, a deeper revelation and understanding about this topic on holiness. And um, so that's what we're gonna be doing. That's what we're gonna be doing for as long as he he allows us to. But um, I'm Nadine Davis and I'm gonna be your host tonight. And uh, we'd like for you to know that we uh, uh, utilize this venue on on YouTube and uh, iHeartRadio and other venues to engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we live in. But we're coming from a biblical perspective. And most of you probably already know, if you're a Bible reader... If you want to know what's going on, that's where you want to go. You want to go to the word of God. Thank God for the newscasters and all the other uh, personalities that um, we have to share the news. But I'm telling you, the Bible is the place where you'll discover that God has these days written out in his Bible. It's just amazing um, how he left the plan and the purpose for us in the bible and then there's so many of us don't even read the bible and we wonder what's going on well if you read it you'll find out we have back with us today our beloved co-host Alicia Lockhart all the way from France
1: (laughs) 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 and it's a great great uh to be back I'm happy to be back um I am your co host. And as Nadine said, I took a little break, and my son um, took me to France. And it was a trip of a lifetime. I thank God he was so present. Oh, it was amazing. But um, like Nadine already said, we are a Christian radio um, broadcast podcast actually mm-hmm. and um, you can stream us and listen to us in several different ways one is join us live on zoom another is you can go to our youtube channel and if you do we'd ask that you click like and share um and follow us on uh on youtube or instagram all the other um uh, uh, social mediums we try to eye uh, heart and um, I don't I don't get them all but if you got one look for us and see if we did we probably are mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we are a um, really open um, place where Nadine just said if you want to know what's going on read the word well sometimes when we read it we're not quite sure what it says well that's what we do here we kind of break it down into bite-sized pieces we can ask questions mm-hmm non-judgmental we hit a grow give and get in god that's what we're trying mm-hmm. to do and so it's a love place here of love and support and all that so if you have a question or you have a comment or you have a option from the holy spirit don't be selfish and keep it that's or shy fine. give it to us so we can you know address it talk about it learn and grow from it because i bet you if you have it so does someone else. And um, you never know how God's working, and you know He may have given you that to share for with us, or He just may be growing you, and you need clarification. We about all of that.
2: Um,
1: let let in, Nadine, um, huh? let Cheryl back in. She got kicked out, and she just texted me and said hey, "Let let let me back." I
0: don't see her. Oh, wait a minute, hold on, you, mm-hmm. Cheryl. Well, I'll be. <laughs> Here we go again,
1: but it, it, it's, it, you. It, it's really good to be here, and um I'm excited about tonight's topic, and can't wait to get into it.
0: Hallelujah, praise God! Thank you so very much, sis. Mm-hmm. I really do appreciate you all joining us tonight. Did I lose her again?
1: No, no, Cheryl's here.
0: Okay, I just got here. Uh, Thank you okay. for okay. So do I have to let you back in, give you the co-hosting again? Yes, ma'am. Okay, there you go. Thanks so much, sweetheart. You know, I appreciate you. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that um, we are so very happy to have our uh, Zoom studio guests joining us um, in our live Zoom recording studio. Uh, Thank you all for your support, your prayers and continuing to come back. And and as Alicia said, I just wanted to reiterate, please let the Holy Spirit use you. One of the things we want to discuss tonight is some of the reasons why we're so laid back. And, um, you know, sometimes we just think that what we have isn't worth any value or what, what we want to share maybe sounds funny or something like that. That's the devil. Okay. That's him lying to you because each and every one of us that named the name of Jesus, we have the presence and power of the Holy spirit living in us, enabling us to know things that, you know, and share things that are beyond our human ability. The Holy spirit will use us to encourage somebody that might be listening in an area of their life where they're struggling. It may just be your testimony that helps her to uh, better understand some of the things that she's going through. So we just ask you to please uh, don't quench the Holy Spirit if he's moving you to share something with us. Um, Those voices that you hear about the inadequacy of whatever it is you wanna share is not coming from you, it's coming from the enemy. Because he, believe me, he doesn't want anybody to be blessed. He doesn't want anybody to be strengthened on their journey. So we'll give him a good black eye because we're going to speak up and say, what thus saith the Lord. If you've got questions, feel free to ask them. This is a, a, a free zone where you know we honor one another's uh, interactions and um, we don't go around talking about what somebody said and all that kind of silly stuff. Um, So uh, just know this is a safe place and you're you're welcome here. Um, I also just wanted to ask those of you that may be visiting us for the first time to please uh, mute your mics, put your your mics on uh, mute um, to help minimize any uh, background noise that we may experience. And once we're into tonight's conversation, um, I'll give you the cue and just go ahead and turn your, your mic back on, especially if you wanna say something. Uh, Don't be like me and be, and don't nobody hear a word I'm saying because I forgot to turn my mic back on. So um, I also wanted to welcome always uh, those who are watching us on Facebook, Um, those of you uh, who come back week after week, and we encourage you to continue to do so. Alicia's got her, Did, did, did it come up, Alicia? Did Facebook come up for you to see? yes, I'm on it. -hmm. Okay, good. Very good. So she's monitoring that. In case you want to share anything, she'll share that with us. Um, Of course, you're you're not here in the studio, so we can't actually hear you. But if you type out whatever you want to share, she'll read it to us and we'll respond to it. I also wanted to uh, welcome those of you that may be listening from one of our podcast sites. Uh, we we're on Spotify and Podbean, iHeartRadio, to name a few. Um, and, you know, if you just downloaded our message this week, we welcome you and we're grateful that you're listening. Uh, but would you mind sending us um, just a, a couple of lines to let us know that you're listening? Um, our email address is lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. If you got prayer requests or any of those kind of things, questions we'd like to respond. So use that email address to reach out to us and we would be more than happy to respond to them. And uh, thank you so very much for listening. Um, as Alicia told you all, you know, this is uh, a live podcast. It's a Christian podcast, but it's live right this moment. And so what will happen is once we're done, we upload this recording to YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, Life's on Certain Journey. YouTube channel where we keep all of our recordings, and uh, if you uh, want to go there and um, watch any of the um, any of the uh, previous podcasts, by all means, please do so. Uh, I just ask that if you do that, please hit the bell reminder bell so that whenever we upload things, uh, you'll get a reminder that it's there so you can check it out. Um, I wanted to also um, just uh, remind those of you who um, are regulars on, on the podcast to please uh, share uh, some of the, I know I asked last week, well not last week, week before last, I asked some of you to um, search the scriptures and and look for some examples of uh, Bible characters that, uh, encountered, um, the holiness of God. And so, um, I'm looking forward to hearing those, but before we get on into tonight's podcast, I'm going to ask, um, uh, sister Paulette Williams, if she would please go right ahead and open our podcast in prayer. Can you hear our me? Paulette? Father, okay.
3: Yes. Our father, which are in heaven, God, hallowed be your name the name above all names. Yes, Lord. God, and we thank you for that privilege and opportunity, God, that you have given us. God, that we can come into your presence. Thank you, Father God, and we come today, Lord, with thanksgiving. God, we come today, Lord, with praise. God, thanking you, Lord, for the new mercies, Lord, that you've given us today. God, anything could have happened, Lord, if you had removed your hand from Mm. us. But God, we thank you that you have placed a hedge of protection, Lord, around us. God, not just the ones that know you as Lord and Savior, but everybody on planet Earth, God. God, you can put a, you put a hedge of protection, Lord, that Mm. the enemy cannot Touch them without your permissive will. That's the God we serve. Mm -hmm. And Father God, I thank you. Thank you. So Father God, I want to pray that hedge your protection, Lord, around everybody, Lord, that's listening, either now or that we're here later. God, protect the words, Lord, Mm -hmm. that they hear, Lord, that the evil one, does not try to snatch them away from us yes, yes lord. father god so we thank you lord mm-hmm. that we can call on you and ask you for anything lord thank you lord. god for we know the enemy came to steal kill and destroy god especially the words that have been planted in our hearts mm-hmm. so father god we just lift that up before you god knowing lord that you hear and will answer our prayer in Jesus, name, in Jesus name,
0: amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so very much, sis. Um, tonight, um, I would like to encourage us and let the Holy Spirit um, uh, minister to our hearts. Um, you know, all of the answers, you know, I don't have them. Most of us on here, we don't have all the answers. But that's why I encourage those of you who are joining us tonight to let the Holy Spirit use you if he deposits anything on your heart to share and um, that you will be willing to do that. Because like I said, there are people that are listening on here tonight that are here with us, but there are also people that are listening that we can't see. There are people that are, are listening on the internet from different countries. And it's amazing just how this whole setup works, but God set it up. And so uh, we have, you know, got confirmation from people around the country that might have listened to one of our podcasts, you know, reaching out and letting us know that. So just know that in God's economy, nothing is wasted. He, is able to use this venue to help us to minister to people around the world where they may not be getting the word, they may not be getting any kind of encouragement. You know, they may be at their wits end seeing the state of affairs of this world, but we're asking God to use us as his vessels to be able to encourage one another, to build up one another, because this is, is, you know, um, this is a, a great place and venue and a door that God opened to enable us to do that. So we want to take full advantage of it. I also want to just take out a, a, a moment to invite you to join my husband and I um, on Thursdays at seven o'clock p.m. Uh, we oversee um, Charlotte Christian Fellowship, which is an outreach ministry that God uh, deposited you know in our laps to to um, to watch over and to Uh, allow him to use us to share the gospel and and make disciples. And so on Thursdays at 7 p.m., we've got a virtual Bible study called New Beginnings. And uh, we'd love to have you join us if you have any interest. Uh, As I said, it's on Thursday at 7 p.m. And uh, all you need to do is visit our website, charlottechristianfellowship.org. If you'll go to that website, you'll find a link that will bring you into the virtual um, Bible study um, so that you can uh, participate with us. Right now, we are actually following the study of uh, of Ephesians as taught by uh, Kim Cash Tate, and we have really been having such a wonderful time uh, with her and her gifting, sharing that uh, her her wisdom in, in, uh, in that book of Ephesians. So, Uh, What I wanted to do was just to take a moment to kind of recap um, some of the things that we talked about last week, Um, not last week, week before last, I keep forgetting that we we missed last week, but when I say last week, y'all know what I'm talking about, right, because I'm probably going to say it again, but um, we uh, had the... uh, a wonderful testimony of uh, Carmen Murray. She is the uh, executive director for the Women Who Overcome Ministry. And um, she was able to share with us um, some of her uh, study time with the Lord as it related to, to holiness. And one of the profound things that she shared was the fact that holiness is a privilege that provides us with another level of respect and reverence for God. And that is so true. Um, you know, living in America, we, we don't necessarily value, um, well, let, let me not say that because generally if it's an, uh, a rock star, or a musician or an actress or somebody like that, you know, big people, you know, we'll, we'll run out to them, we follow them. We want to know what they're doing and things like that, but you know we give oftentimes the creation more respect than we give God, in how we are following them, keeping up with them, and and so forth and so on. And so, it is when we understand uh, this thing called holiness that we're able to to actually, like she said. Go to another level of reverence for God in a way that he desires, not in not in our finite ability, because, you know, like I said, we live in America. We don't know what it is to have a king or to worship a king or any of those other kinds of things, what that looks like. But that doesn't stop God from teaching us by his Holy Spirit that we are to fear and revere and to honor him. Um, and not in a casual way. I think I was sharing um, a few weeks ago about some people, uh, you know, look at God as just a matter of fact God, you know, you know, they're, they're buddy, you know, they're, you know, ace and, you know, all these other kind of things. Um, and, and, you know, that's not the proper perspective that God desires you to have because it comes with a lot of, uh, um, mental, uh, ramifications to it, because if I think you're my buddy, you know, I may talk to you any old kind of way, you know, but if I'm talking to God almighty, the Holy one creator of all things, I just, you just don't want to come to him that way. You do want to be, have a level of respect and reverence for him. And so, um, being able to comprehend and understand, um, holiness in a way that will benefit us in how we interact with him, I think will go a long way in helping us, in many cases, to better experience what it means to be in the presence of God. So um, I also shared uh, that the word used for holiness in the New Testament uh, was called hegeos, and it means holy one. And it was often interpreted as saints when referring to Christians. The root of the word implies being different. I think for uh, First Peter or Second Peter says we are a peculiar people. But practically, to be holy means to be distinct in all manner of life, conduct and behavior. We don't look like the world once the Lord has gotten a hold of us. Things begin to change. You know, our our vernacular changes as we, we've noticed over the years. That, you know, we don't necessarily use the same kind of words that we use when we, we were in the world, those, you know, little three and four letter words, but praise God, He's cleaned us up. He has uh, shaped us for holiness, preparing to um, continue his transformation power in our lives because he's the one that said we're holy and he's the only one that can get us there. Yeah, and in and of ourselves, we, we learned that you can't work your way to holiness. It's not a means of you checking off all the boxes, paying all your tithes going to church every Sunday and every Wednesday night Bible study. No, it none of those things are what qualify you as holy. And as a saint of God, God chooses, he makes that choice and he has made that choice in your life. So we wanted to look at that, but I wanted to ask, I'm going to ask you to open your mics now because I really wanted to hear um, any of the, uh, findings that some of you may have, um, come across in the Bible of, um, what happened when certain people in the Bible actually experienced God's presence. Now God's presence and God's holiness is inseparable. You can't separate them. And I think I was making this analogy to, um, to Alicia this morning and trying to, as we were kind of talking about what we were going to share tonight. And that is, um, I told her that there is a, a, a particular uh, fragrance that she likes. And uh, when we were in Maryland, she she always wore that uh, that fragrance. I don't know what it was, but I got used to it. And so even if I didn't see her, if I smelled it, I knew that she was somewhere close. So it always um, was a reminder for me of, of Alicia, that just that one fragrance, I never smelled it on anybody else but her, but when we're, when we're experiencing God's presence, it's similar to that when we're in, in his, um, when he's near, when he is, um, revealing himself to us in different, and he does that in different ways. Um, we, we know, without anybody having to tell us or describe it to us, we know that we are in the presence of God. So did anyone uh, find anything that they'd like to share tonight? Any character? I'll
3: start it off. Okay. (laughs) And I didn't even have to think about it because I love uh, Isaiah. And I'm sure you had already thought about it. Yep. But uh we know that uh, and I'm in Isaiah 6. I- I'm just gonna read the whole thing. Good,
0: good. Thank you, Paul.
3: It says in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphims, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet and with two he flew. And one cried to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his Um, glory. Isaiah's response was, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in in the presence of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So we see Isaiah's reaction. He's umbered by the holiness holy, holy, holy. And he recognized he is unclean even to be in the presence of all of this holiness. (laughs) And coming into the presence of God, it does reveal everything unclean about us. That's right. uh, uh, And we haven't had this experience. But we know that we live in a world of unclean, we know our unclean thoughts. So mm-hmm. it should take us to our knees, just like it did Isaiah. So I chose Isaiah. Very good. But I did have Moses too, he had it. His- <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I
1: had, Moses.
3: Okay, you got it, Alicia. Thank y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. That's me. one I'm going with too. Oh, good one all right i'm that, finished that was very thank good. you, thank you
1: Charlotte. um so we know the story of moses um and the ten commandments is is the one that that i want to share and it's exodus three mm-hmm. um and and he says three and four the lord saw that moses came near to look at the bush remember the burning bush Mm-hmm. And God called to Moses from inside the bush. He said, Moses, Moses, Moses answered, here I am. And God says to Moses, do not come near. Remove your shoes from mm-hmm. your feet. The ground that you're standing on is holy ground. So right because God's presence is there, this ground is holy. Yes. So that was so appropriate for our discussion. Then God said, I am the God that your father worshiped. I am also the God of your ancestors. Hello? Huh? oh my oh it went okay I thought I last, lost you my computer okay. went out I can't see you all but that's okay I'm glad you can still hear me yeah. So okay. your ancestors Abraham Isaac and Jacob then Moses covered his face he was afraid to look at God so mm-hmm. that was that was his response it was he was in awe and he was you know like he's not worthy to even look at God
0: Come amen on, man. amen, mm-hmm. amen. Anyone else?
3: So we got Isaac and Moses.
0: We got Isaac and Moses. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Isaiah now, not Isaac. Isaiah, I mean, I
0: mean yeah. <laughs> Isaiah. Okay. I, okay. Let me let me share one. Um, it's in in the New Testament, and it's from Luke, one. Luke 1, 26 through 38, and it's about um, Mary, and uh, it says, um, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city in Galilee to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, and the virgin's name was Mary, and having come in come in the angel said to her rejoice highly favored one the lord is with you blessed are you among women but when she saw him she was troubled so isaiah was humble moses covered his face was afraid Mm -hmm. and mary was troubled I'm reading in the. That's what the new King James version said. Uh, she was troubled at his saying and considered, you know, what kind of greeting that she was receiving. And the angel said, don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom of his kingdom. There will be no end. And then Mary said, how can this be? Since I don't know a man. And mm-hmm. angel answered her, the Holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God. In verse 38, she said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel departed from her. And so there there is, um, you know, there's uh, no account of how all that transpired. But the angel told her what was going to happen, that God, the Holy Spirit, was going to come upon her and that the power of the highest and we know who the highest is will overshadow you therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of god
1: Amen. and um,
0: I mean it it blesses me to know that god's interaction with mankind was not confined to men or to males for what I'm trying to say. But we women also uh, were permitted to uh, experience the presence of uh, of God in in very special ways. Uh, in many cases in the New Testament, um, you know, even after Jesus had risen, you know he, he showed himself to women. To the to Mary mm-hmm. and all those ladies, um, so all right. So we've got a humble, we got humility, we got Moses fearful he covered his face, and Mary was troubled, but she received she received the word of God with readiness in her heart. Anyone else have anyone find anyone?
3: See if you think this would uh, fit, Nadine. You know because before Jesus we were undone we lived in sin and yeah it was okay so we thought until god drew us that's right but when the holy spirit began came into us and we when we accepted jesus and he gave us the holy spirit we'd see how silly we were in the way that we thought at least i do I thought I was good, but see, that was without the holiness of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that would apply to, you know, coming into contact with God and how it transformed our whole way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: It had to, I mean, you know, even as we consider, and we're going to talk about this in a few seconds. Um, you know god is the one who chose us in the first place and he Amen. knows he knows us better than we know ourselves i mean just like the same the same thing the things that had to happen in the lives of an isaiah or a moses or a mary their approach the approach may have been different you know how the scenario how it played out but it were all all to do to come to come out to the same conclusion that they had to accept something Not only about the fact of God, but also the fact of who they were, that the king of glory, the almighty, and they know that's who it was, Mm -hmm. would visit them, would be in the same space with them. You know what I mean? Y'all understand what I'm saying? I know you do. Yeah, we got it yeah and so in our day you know being so far removed from such encounters of that caliber you know we can't dismiss the importance of having those kinds of experiences with God because we too are chosen Mm -hmm. we didn't God said I didn't choose you I mean you didn't choose me I'm the one who chose you. And there are is a whole spectrum of things that go along with being the chosen of God that we have no clue about. You see, yeah, and it does make you tremble in your boots. I'm always grateful when I, I find young women that are called to serve and and you know, most of them are afraid. You know, I, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. And I'd say that's good. <laughs> that's real good that you don't know because that means you're going to have to depend on God and getting to that place is hard because of our culture mm. to surrender not knowing not having a plan I mean he doesn't write it out and says, well tomorrow I want you to do this or that you know you don't have any of that we're actually walking by faith yeah. and the fact that God has chosen us and we don't know what it all means. We don't know what it all entails. But the beauty of it all is that God has us on his page. I mean, it's got to it's do something in you to consider that God is paying you that kind of attention, that he has set meticulously set you apart for himself, because that's exactly what has happened. And that and there and and we've got to mm-hmm. cognitively uh, be transformed into that kind of a mindset because in many ways you all know we have been so conformed to this world's pattern, this world's view and all of that that we can't imagine what a kingdom view or, 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 or thing would even look like you know, all of the secrets and mysteries and all the, those kinds of things that are written in scripture that blow our minds. But God wants us to go there. He wants to reveal them to us. But as long as we're earthly focused, if, as long as we've got our priorities planet focused, it's going to be hard. He's not going to give up on us, thank goodness. He's going to keep on because he put a purpose in us. You got to know that we got a purpose in us. Who was that told me? Somebody was telling me that, I um, can't remember who it was, but they wound up talking with someone, you know, who they didn't know. Um, and God used just in a conversation that they shared with them to, um, to, to give confirmation to the person that she was talking to about a question that she had asked God. I mean, stuff like that, that you can't even manufacture. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen in our midst. Look at Tawanda. I mean, she's the, you know, the, the, the most recent um, testimony of God's power to, to orchestrate things above our mental ability or comprehension, but it happens among the righteous. It happens among the people of God. And so, as we grow and mature in our faith, we want that to become more of the happen chance in our lives than the things that go on in the world around us. So, um, excuse me. So, tonight we're going to uh, just try to go into part two of our conversation. It's entitled Holiness, a Walk of Divine Distinction. And so, uh, Paulette just got finished reading. Uh, from Isaiah. uh, We had read about that two weeks ago as uh, one of the passages of scripture of an encounter that Isaiah, who was a prophet, his encounter with God and what it did to him. And I wanted us to look at that experience and see what happened in that little discourse when he came to understand, I think, um, king Isaiah was was a uh, popular king in their day, but then I think he wandered away from God and and things like that. But most and everybody loved him. They loved King Isaiah. You see, and so uh, the the year. I mean, Isaiah was a prophet before Uzziah died, but you, but his focus somehow or another seemed to be on serving Isaiah until God moved him out of the way. And then all these profound things started to happen in Isaiah's life. And so Isaiah explains to us that he began to see visions. Let me go over there. Y'all go over there too. And just um, look at some of the incidents that took place and I know some of this stuff is, is way, uh, way off left field for us. And maybe a little bit hard for us to wrap our mind around, um, and you know, y'all know what a seraphim is, right? In verse, two, he said above it stood." he says, um, he saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his train or his robe filled the temple. Well, most of us know that because of the holiness of God, he can't be in the presence of sin because he would destroy the sin. You know, we talked about God being a consuming fire. Well, however uh, uh, Isaiah visualized God on his throne, however he was able to see that, you know, I would have to say he, he must have been at a distance because he, he even he admits the fact that he was a sinner. But he served God. And he said that he not only saw God on, sitting in his temple, but he saw this seraphim. And a seraphim is one of the covering angels uh, that, that are before the presence of God. And this, this uh, seraphim uh pronounced or proclaimed to Isaiah holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts and I know that may not mean very much to us when we hear those words holy, holy, holy. but Isaiah being a prophet and a man who had been trained you know in the temple service, he no doubt knew, that the holy three times meant something very powerful. It meant more than we would probably um, see it as meaning to us today. But it was mentioned three times, not holy is the Lord, but holy, 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 almost like a warning of sorts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And then there was a shaking that went on. It says in verse four, the posts of the doors were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. Can y'all remember another uh, time in the Bible when things were shaken when God spoke? You remember I want to say Revelation
1: um, in the beginning? I think yeah, and I think it was in Revelations too, right?
0: Okay, uh, I. I I, I don't know exactly about the shaking and reverence I know he talks about that there is going to be a shaking, but remember in the Old Testament when Moses told the people to get ready because God was going to come down to talk to them, and he told Moses to tell people don't touch the mountain. But when God spoke, everything was shaking, thunder, and lightning, and all this other kind of stuff, and they said no. Moses, we don't want you to speak. We don't want God to speak to us. You speak to us. We'll listen to you. It was in, I think it was in Exodus. We we talked about it before last, but everything was shaken when God spoke and the people were so afraid just hearing God's voice that they didn't want to hear from him anymore. They too recognized the sinfulness of their nature because they had never heard anything like that. And so God revered um, the people to Moses because Moses would go up the mountain and talk to God. They couldn't go up the mountain and talk to God. God told them, if y'all come to the mountain, y'all going to die. Don't even touch it. But my servant Moses, he can come up here and I'll talk to him face to face. And even though the face-to-face doesn't mean that uh, Moses actually saw God's face, it means that Moses was in the presence of God. You see what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful thing to think that God tells us in the New Testament that he's no respecter of persons. That these things are possible not only for the Moses and the Isaiahs and and, and whoever else, Uh, the the scripture tells us about but it's available to us his people we too can experience the presence of God and so that's what I wanted us to look at Um, but yeah we see here that um, Isaiah actually experienced God's presence while he was still a sinner okay and this is how we know he was a sinner because he admitted it he said, woe is me, for I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of people that, of unclean lips. Out of his own mouth, he confessed his own sin. When in the presence of God, those kinds of things, they just cannot stay there hidden. We acknowledge our, 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 our sinfulness and we know that we are in face-to-face with God, even though we can't see him, his presence comes into the same proximity as we are. And we have to learn to realize that, yes, we are sinners. Mm -hmm. But it didn't stop God from speaking to Isaiah's heart. And then what God did, he had one of the angels take a coal from the the altar and put them on his lips to cleanse his lips. And we have been covered and washed by the blood of Jesus Christ that has done the same thing for us. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? I mean what am I talking to to way out oh. left here? No. 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 Um,
1: Not at
0: all. Yeah at all. I I, I wanted I, I wanted that to resonate with you because Isaiah was a prophet of God, Mm -hmm. but he was a sinful man, but he was yet serving God in the temple. Okay. So when we read about this, the, the transfer of information should be that, that, guess what? We too are sinners, but that doesn't stop God. From calling us holy, that's right, that's right. You understand what I'm saying? Because and and the the conversation that I want us to get into is, you know, the things that we think about ourselves or the way we live and who we are that rob us of this experience God wants to have with us. He wants the guilt to be gone, the shame to be gone. It's been dealt with yeah cleanse. we've been made pure were you going to say something Cheryl I, I
2: was because I like um how you talked about Isaiah being um with the coals to purify to sanctify his himself And um, I was reading, I think it's in Romans 622, that righteousness leads to holiness, right? So there is this purification process that we have to go through. And although we consider ourselves children of God, um, the holiness isn't, um, you know, our conduct and our, our mindset may not be instant and that, We, it is a process that we go through and, um, and, and I guess so oftentimes you feel like you're so unworthy, just like Isaiah, I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy, but you know, God through his Holy spirit takes us through that process to get us to that, to that sanctification to that essentially leads us to holiness. So it's only through God that we can have a holiness in the work that he does in us.
0: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you used that word unworthy because that was that's confirmation that what the Holy Spirit was was sharing with me earlier is, mm-hmm. is, is what it's all about. And mm-hmm. um, last week, um, I shared a couple of examples of uh, what it was to experience the holiness of God. And I used uh, my testimony and that of Dr. R.C. Sproul because he wrote in his book, uh, his encounter with God. My point was to give us a frame of reference um, as it re- regards the, this experience that we want to have, if we haven't had it, we want to have it. And then there's some of us that have had it and don't even know we had it. You see, because of, you know, because of the way we think about things. But the Lord presented a very good point for us to consider that uh, may help to provide us with some clarity as to um, our inability to accept the fact that we, like our father, can be holy. Question, anyone um, ever, and and I guess pretty much, uh, Cheryl, you confirmed it, that there are those of us who have a problem or, or have had a problem believing that we are holy. Because when we think of holiness, we think of something distant, you know? I know for me, You know, there is something beyond me, not me, something beyond me, something that is, that I can't attain to. Anyone else have that same kind of feeling? Besides sure, Cheryl just admitted she did. Anyone else? Me, me, me. me.
1: I I, I guess I, I still try to understand even through all the mistakes that I make on a daily basis that God still considers me yes holy. And I sometimes yes. say, are you sure? Father God, okay. are you sure? That mm-hmm. You see me that way. Like you ain't making no mistakes. But then I had to remind myself he don't make no
0: mistakes. No, he so, doesn't. You
1: know you have to in that, that conversation with him.
0: That's right. And and that's where that's exactly where most of us are. We know our failings. We know our faults. We know that we still, like like Isaiah said, I'm a, a man of unclean lips. And I live among people with unclean lips. You know, God, and you come, you come to talk to me? Exactly. And I know for me, I, it was difficult. It took a while for me to be able to absorb this reality of being holy. But my way of... Um, computing it in my brain was to just accept it because God said it. I couldn't, I didn't have any other um, mechanisms that I could use to help me accept and receive it as true, except I accept what God said. And and that uh, following that frame of of, uh, thought is what really helped me to uh, really be able to embrace that this is something that God said about me. I didn't declare myself holy. I knew I had bad thoughts that were hanging around in my mind. I had grudges in my heart. I I had real issues like everybody else. And so holiness was not one of those descriptors for me. So how could God actually call me holy before you know it, you want to get out your your uh, what do you call it? The uh, your periscope or 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 um I forgot what they call that thing. There were people in the in the offices trying to look at um. It's a scope. Microscope, telescope.
1: So. Yeah. yeah. Microscope. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. want to get out your
0: microscopes and how in the world did God do this? Let me see what He did. No, mm-hmm. you don't even have to go that far. He said oh. it, and that settles it. and I, a, I, in a, somebody have a question.
4: I was going to say something, but it's okay. I'll I'll go after you. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that, you know, God is so real, but so is the devil. Yeah. And he, so the enemy wants us to have this, this, this idea that holiness is perfection. Mm. Right. That's right. Holiness is perfection and it's not right.
0: Mm
4: -hmm. we have to accept that we are not perfect yes right and so that's why it's so important and this is and I I can speak for myself it's you know I do have feelings of unworthiness on a regular basis I have to talk myself out of it I have to okay what what are you thinking about no that's not that's not God that's the enemy you know, and the closer you get to God, the, the, the closer that the enemy wants to get to you and in your head. So I think that it's really important to just to be able to differentiate, right? Holiness is not perfection. God loves us just as we are. It's a process.
0: It's a process, just like Cheryl said. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it all is that, like I said before, God is outside of time. We're we're finite. You know, we've got a linear life uh, that we live. But you see, there is no time frame as far as as where God is. Okay. He says, I see the end from the beginning. We can't do that. And so from God's viewpoint, you see, he can see us holy because he sees the end of the product. We're in it. We can't see that but you got to know that god has spoken and told us these things because that is what it is even though we cannot see it that's why he says don't ever judge a thing before it's time you can't look at an individual's life today and judge what they you know who they're going to be 10 15 years from now you can't do it but god can because he knows our end from our beginning, from the minute he created us, the purpose that he put in us, the things that we're going to endure, the trials or tribulations, all of that, he's seen it. And it's all written in his book. Okay? So it's there. And if we believe that and that he has promised us that we win, that the victory is ours to Jesus Christ, our Lord, Then all the middle stuff that we can't see, we won't worry about. Not to say that we, you know, when things kick off, you know, you 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 get concerned, God knows that. That's not a lack of faith. That's that's being everyday human people. But as we grow and our faith continues to grow, if we continue to seek God's face on a regular basis, those worries and cares will diminish. Not to say they're all gonna go away. But they will diminish. It'll be like, um, who was it, Elijah? Was it Elijah or Elisha, who, who uh, saw the army, uh, his servant saw the uh, army coming and got scared. And, 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 and Elisha prayed, Father, open his eyes so he can see that those would be with us are more than those would be with them. Mm-hmm. That was the kind of attitude he had in the middle of knowing that all these people had come to wipe them out. Just these two little men. But he wasn't afraid because he's gotten, he got to know God. He got to experience him. He got to see him work. And that's what God wants us to remember that we don't, we don't fret. I mean, we don't have to fret. Let me just put it that way. Mm -hmm. But what has happened, Melissa is absolutely right. The enemy has really given us all a lot of false information and caused us to tag ourselves as unworthy and unable to live up to God's expectations of us. Not realizing that God, He doesn't choose the perfect. No. He perfects those He chooses. See what I'm saying? He is the perfecter. We're not. We don't have to be. For God to perfect us is His work. But the very fact that He's chosen you is a confirmation to you that He's going to perfect you. Y'all get that? That's the confirmation. I'll do it, I'll do it. yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, with that kind of information, it's supposed to do something to our psyche and help us to look have a different perspective. It's eight o'clock, y'all. I won't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this perspective <laughs> of unworthiness, we've got to deal with it. We've got to deal with it. The truth of the matter is we are absolutely right. Just like Isaiah, just like Moses, we are unworthy, but for the grace of God. So we'll have to pick up next week. I'm so sorry, (laughs) but that was good. We, We got some real good things covered tonight. Father God, I thank you for what we did learn. Lord God, help us to understand, Lord, that because you've chosen us, I mean, that is an open door, a field that we can't even begin to imagine that's available to us. I pray over everyone that's with us tonight and that hears this podcast, that their hearts would be encouraged to know, Lord God, you don't look for perfect people. No, you choose the imperfect because it is you that does the perfecting. Thank you, Father, for what we've learned in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Say. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize that time was going by that Amen. God bless you. So <laughs> all right, ladies. Look, I am so glad. We'll come back next week and we're going to, we want to deal with that, uh, you know, that thing that hangs over our head about us being unworthy and how to manage that.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Hey, Love you. Amen. Love Good you night. too. Love hey, you Bye. thank you all for joining us. Thank you very much.